welcome back to another episode of A Hearty Heart. I hope over the past few episodes, our How Did You Cope segment has helped you in some kind of way. Today, we're going to divert from our How Did You Cope segment and focus completely on Taisha. Today, August 20th, makes six months since Taisha has been gone. Therefore, we will have guests that reflect on their memories with her as well as how this tragedy has affected our families. Before we get into today's segment, I would like to start off with a prayer for grieving families. I ask that you continue to share the podcast among your peers so that we can continue to bring awareness to Taisha's story. Thank you for all your prayers and support. Dear Lord, we have lost someone dear to us and we are struggling with overwhelming emotions. We ask that you envelope us with the comfort and peace that only you can provide. I pray for you to lessen this burden as days pass by. Help us to find refuge in your presence, Lord. Feel the emptiness in us with your love. I know that better days are coming because you are with us. Help us hold on to that hope, Lord, for I know you, your love can take away all sorrow. Please guide our families. Help us to recover from the pain of this loss. Give us faith, Lord, comfort, and a strong heart to be able to eventually go on in our daily lives. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Next guest we have joining us is um, Natasha Bianca Harris. Bianca is Taisha's aunt. Bianca, can you tell us about you and Taisha's relationship and how this senseless crime has affected you and our family? Taisha, she was my niece, and out of all my nieces that I have, she would be the only one that would call me Auntie or Aunt Bianca most of the time. And from time to time, she would call just to check up on me, or she would even come by just to see what me and Bride were doing. I really do miss her a lot. I hate, I miss the calls, I miss the texts, and when I even post on Facebook, she would comment on my pictures, and I also miss that. And with the situation with her and Tylus, with her and Tylus, I just hate the fact that things, he took it too far, and I just wish he could have just, just done something more better than what he, doing what, what he had done, did. And Tanson, I really do miss Tanson. Take your time. I know it's hard. How is this, um, this sense of this crime, how has it affected your life? Not just, it kind of... From time to time, I still think about it. I just kind of wish that Taisha, that night, she really could have just 
if things would if things was going the way it was, I just wish she would have just waited the next day and just, you know, call her mom and call the police. Because I know she didn't have no intentions um, of that all that was gonna happen. And with Bryson and them, I know in their heart that they not trying to keep the baby away. But I think they just kind of nervous. And he probably just doing what, what his parents telling him to do. But I just wish that, I just wish that Bryce and the grandfather, the grandmother, would have some kind of, would have some kind of heart and mind, mind frame. To just let my sister see the baby more until everything could get right in the court system. Okay. Well, thank you, Bianca, for joining us on this episode and just expressing how this senseless crime has affected your life. Today makes six months since my whole life has changed before my eyes. Never in a million years would I have ever imagined that my child would be taken from me in such a senseless manner. I still can't yet wrap my mind around this whole situation. I still feel numb. It just still feels unreal to me, even to, I just don't know. Um, it's been a journey. It has been a journey because I just, I still have so many unanswered questions. I don't understand why. I don't understand how, you know, you could just take my child's life and to also keep me from my grandbaby and to even change my grandbaby's life. Like, this is just, it's beyond me. But one thing I do know is the Lord is going to take care of everything. Well, he has taken care of everything. This whole situation has given me a very, very closer walk with the Lord. I'm not claiming to be perfect. I had a walk with the Lord before this, but this tragedy has given me a closer walk with the Lord. And I can say that that's what's keeping me and getting me through all of this. There's plenty of days where I don't even want to get up out of the bed. I don't know if I'm coming or going. I just want to sometimes just lay in the bed and just Sometimes I don't want to live because I don't understand, but I know I have a purpose. I have my son, Travion. I have my grandbaby that I have to fight for, and I also have to fight for my daughter. And if anyone knows me, knows that my children are my life. And for me to not to be able to save my child or 
I just feel like I could have did something different that's just all playing through my mind or playing in my head. But I know that's a trick of the devil. And in every verse that I read, in Proverbs, Psalms, every verse that I read in the Bible, it helps me to get stronger each and every day. That's what's keeping me. That's what's carrying me. I know it's nothing but the grace of God. And I give all praises to the God, to the Lord. I appreciate him and I adore him for carrying me through this tragedy. And I know he's not going to leave me or forsake me. And I know that he has everything taken care of because I put it all in his hands. I am willing to forgive the Currys for what they did. I'll never forget about it, but I am willing to forgive them. I'll never forget about my baby. All I can think about is her calling me 20 or 30 times a day, asking me what she should eat for dinner or what is Tanston doing or about her professor today or what does she learn in this class or what does she have to do for her homework or just talking about anything. I miss all of that. But I know the Lord is going to carry me through. I just want to, I appreciate everyone that has been reaching out to me, that has been checking on me. But yet and still, God's grace has been carrying me through this all. I cannot, cannot stop talking about how good God's grace is because it seems like people are waiting on me to lose my mind. And it's, it's, it's crazy to even imagine that. Once you get in a closer walk with the Lord, people will tell you, you know, oh, you have got, you, you're too holy for me now. I, I don't understand that. Like, I want to bring all my family on this journey. I want everyone, not even my family, I want everyone to just get a closer relationship with the Lord. I promise you, I promise you, it'll carry you through because for these last six months, that's all I've had to depend on. And it's carried me through. And he's going to continue to carry me through. So I ask each and every one of you to pray my strength in the Lord and to continue to pray for me. Thank you all and God bless. Our next guest we have joining us on a hearty heart is Tiana Harris. Tiana is Taisha's aunt. Tiana's going to give us insight on her and Taisha's relationship, as well as how this senseless tragedy has affected her life. Miss um, Tiana, can you give us a little insight on your and Taisha's relationship? Yes. Hello, everyone. First of all, I would like to say thank you to my sister Tasha just for allowing Taisha to spend time with me here in Atlanta because that's where I live. And I am thankful that she allowed me and Taisha to develop a strong relationship and she entrusted me to care for her when she did come to visit. So I want to thank you for that sister for allowing me to build that relationship with Taisha and I will always cherish that all the times we had together forever. 
You're more than welcome. Thank you for treating her like your own. Yes. And to start off, I would like to say I, if you know me, you know that I am family oriented. I love all of my family and I have lots of nieces and nephews and they all have a special place in my heart. And Taisha definitely had a special place in my heart. And I definitely miss that her voice. Hey, TT, how you doing? I miss hearing her voice a lot. And she would come and visit me in the summertime here in Atlanta. She would say, well, TT, can I bring a friend? Sure, Taisha. We would go shopping. We would hang out. We would talk. She would even give me relationship advice. And I would take it because I knew she was being brutally honest with me. TT, you being mean. TT, you need to be nicer to these men. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to listen to my niece. So we had a friend, not only an aunt and niece relationship, but she was a friend to me. And I knew that she would be honest with me. And I remember a time I would, I don't post a lot on Facebook and social media, but I knew when I did post a picture, if Taisha told me I look cute, I knew I looked cute. And I just, I, I was like, okay, Taisha has put a stamp on it. So, and I just, uh, I remember traveling to her Sweet 16 birthday party, seeing her, her pink dress, excited, my sister, Tasha worked so hard to put her party together, and I just enjoyed being at her celebrations, being at her graduation, and seeing how excited she was. And um, I remember she when she went off to Austin P to college, and she was just so excited. Yeah. Whenever she had some issues, she would call me, well, TT, what do you think I need to do about this? And how mm -hmm. should I handle this situation? And you know, I would give her the best advice that yeah. I could, you know, to help her because I just wanted to see her succeed. Yeah. And when she was, when I found out that she was pregnant, she was, she had a plan. I was excited about that. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, you let me know how I can help you. And I was excited when she got pregnant with Tanston. Also, uh, I'm a teacher. So I would tell my students, well, my niece is about to have my first great Grand nephew, and they were like, "Really, Miss Harris?" I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna be born on my birthday. I just really wanted Tanson to be born on my birthday, but he was still born in the great month of January. So yeah. I was just always excited to be a part of all her milestones. And the night that I found out about this senseless tragedy, it really put a hole in my heart that will never." be filled because that was Taisha's that was her piece of her piece of me in my heart and I just didn't want to believe it that night I'll never forget I was sitting on my couch and our other niece Kia called me and I was just like you're you know you're lying you're not telling me the truth and it was like I had to call other people in the family just to believe it because I didn't want to believe it because I was just communicating with her a few days before all of this happened. So and I wasn't, I was not the same for, it took me a couple months to get, to get myself together. And it hurt me to see my sister hurting. It hurt me to see all of my family hurting and my nephew, her brother, he had just been staying with me for a couple of months and just had gone back to Brownsville mm -hmm. and we had developed a stronger relationship. So it really just 
hurt me more to see my family hurting and I couldn't do anything about it. I was angry and I'm not an angry person and I don't wish ill feelings on anyone, but I had some really, really ill feelings because I was just so hurt and so angry that this person took my niece away from me and my family and it was just too soon. I wasn't ready. None of us was ready. And I eventually went back to work and I just thought I was normal going back to work and my coworkers would come up to me and they would say, Miss Harris, you don't look good. You you look sad. And I was like, oh, I'm fine, you know, and I knew I wasn't fine. Yeah. And I would have morning meetings with my students every Monday morning just to see how their weekends were. And one morning the kids were like, Miss Harris, have you been crying? You look sad, you seem sad. And when the kids noticed that I was sad, it really brought it to my attention. Well, maybe I am sad, you know? And I had to really like come to a realization that I was sad and I wasn't healing like I should have. And I finally told them, you know, what happened, but I didn't go into details because they're little eight and nine year olds. And how they reacted to me, they 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 hugged on me, they rubbed my back, and they yeah. were saying, well, I'm praying for you and your family. And I didn't yeah. coax these students, these eight and nine-year-olds, to say any of this. That just lets you know that children know. They know how yeah. adults feel. They yeah. have feelings, too. And they know how to comfort you when you, when you need to be comforted. And it... It, it really took a toll on me. I, I um, started going back to therapy. Um, I prayed more. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes I would just sit and talk with Taisha. Um, just like if we was having a conversation and she was here in my house, like, hey, hey, niece, hey, girl. So I wrote in my journal. I would write letters to her. So all of those things helped me to heal and to get better i none of us will never be the same because i no. miss her dearly every single day and i'm not like i mentioned earlier i'm not a big poster on social media but um but i miss her and um and i will always carry her in my heart and i just hate that this happened to our family and I just hate that I'm not going to see her beautiful face at holidays anymore. I really hurt that I can't see her walk across this stage because I was excited for her. Yeah. I was so excited and I was, he was excited. Yes. And I could tell, and I was like, girl, it's your time. Your time is coming. You know, just always trying to keep her, uplifted like I was definitely a cheerleader for her I it didn't matter what um if I could be there for her I was there for her I remember one time she came to visit and she called me like it was like three in the morning like TT can you come and get me I'm not having fun I was like well, where are you Taisha I was like well give me a few minutes I put my shoes on got in the car and I went and got her, brought her back to my house. And I, she was like, well, TT, I do need to go get my stuff. And I was like, okay, where we got to go, Taisha? So it was, it did not matter what she needed, what time of the day. If I could be there for my niece, I was there 
for her and I loved her like she was one of mine. I don't have yeah. any children, but I care for all of my nieces and nephews and I I just hope that she knows that I loved her to the end of the world and I will always have love for her and whatever I can continue to do for Tanston, I'll be there for him and tell him about his mom and tell him how special she was and all the times I spent with her and how I was looking forward to seeing him growing up and, and, you know, just being there for him and however I can be there for him, my sister, Trey, I'm there. I know I'm not in Tennessee, but whatever I can do from afar, I'm willing to do that. But I will say that I just, I miss, I miss my niece. I really do. And, um, it's, has definitely changed our lives forever, but we will continue to let her name live on forever and ever yes. in a positive way. Yes, and I, like I've been telling everybody, being able to make it, continue to pray, fast, stay in the word, and that's what's keeping me through. Yes, and I want to thank you for that because there was a period when I didn't pray because, like I said earlier, I was just angry. Yeah, I was really angry. So thank you for staying praying up, prayed up, and sharing that that's what's getting you through because it allowed me to go back to praying again because I was angry and I just I stopped praying yeah. and I had to get back to that. Yeah. Well, I really want to thank you, sister, for taking on your for respecting my baby's life. Thank you again. You're welcome. And continue to pray for our family audience. Yeah. We'll continue Please. to pray for you all. Yes. Today we have joining us on another episode of A Hearty Heart is Shalia Chapman. Shalia is Taisha's first cousin and she is going to tell us how this senseless tragedy has affected her life and her relationship with Taisha. Shalia, can you give us a little insight about you and Taisha's relationship? Um... Me and Taisha, we was really close. Um, we did everything together. Our parents kept us together when it came down to, like, growing up. Pictures. My auntie has plenty of pictures of us. Like, I didn't even know she had this many pictures. But, um, um, like, Taisha's like a little sister to me. I just, um, every day is really hard. Like, like, every day. Like, I don't know. Like, I have been going through, like, a little depression since she's passed and you know it's like every day people think it's supposed to get easier and easier but really it don't get easier and in my life it has affected the way I love like it, it just it has affected the like my everyday like everyday mood like I can be in a good mood one day then I'm in a bad mood like it just it's overall it has it has made a major impact on my life I've never lost someone real close to me. So it just, it, 
it make life and living hard for me. It's like you don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. And you don't know what to do. And it's just, I don't know. It's like an anger built in me that I can't release. And I just feel like her, her life being taken, it has ruined like our family. It has, it has just made us just, I don't know. It's just really bad. And I don't feel like that she deserved, you know, her life being taken. She had a lot going on. And she just was a good overall. She was a, a wonderful person. She was a good girl. She was good in every sport she's played. She was good in every, I mean, everything academic. She was good in everything. So, like, I, I love my little cousin. So, like, for this to go on and for us to lose her, how we lost her, it's just, it just made my life really bad. Like, I don't, I can't get up in the morning time. And I can be feeling okay, and I can look over and see a picture of her, and it just put me back into a depression. I I'm only 24, so I I used to go places and do stuff and have fun with friends. I don't even go places no more. I just sit in the house and work, and you know, go to bed. Like it's like I feel like it's not no reason for me to have fun, and she's not here to enjoy herself. So this has impacted my life. Horribly, I don't feel like I ever get over this. I don't feel like that this is something that I can just wake up even two years from now and be like, I feel better. Like I never would feel better. Like it's like an empty space. The the pain I felt when I got the phone call, it was a pain that I never have felt before. It was a pain that I never felt before. It was a feeling I never felt. It was a, like, I don't know. It was so unreal. It was just, it was really bad for me. And I know it was bad for everyone else. But her being my first cousin and someone that I really like, I I felt like I kind of protected her. Like, I wanted to protect her. She might have said that she didn't need me to protect her. But I definitely felt like I kind of, like, needed to protect her all our lives because I was her big cousin. It was always us, you know. So, like, me not being able to protect her when I felt like I could have, it just, it just make me feel, it make me feel really different. It just, it's a different feel. Like not having her here with me and not being able to call her and say, Taisha, how this outfit look? You know, you think I should wear this? You think I should wear this? Like how this outfit look like you know she'll be like girl put that on like don't don't not wear that you know you shouldn't be you know she just was my biggest one of my biggest motivators and I keep on replaying a conversation we had prior to her death about something I was going through and she like like she knew I was going through it and I had her in a position where she was like kind of mad at me so she wanted to talk so I had came over and we had end up going to get food and she, we like we talked for so long and she you know she just was that type of person that I could go and talk to when I was going through a really rough time so I felt like that I kind of went there for her and as far as like I also feel that you know her and Tenson's father relationship was kind of like you know I felt like he was not a good person for her in the in the beginning because she was always, for one, she was always a great mom. So I feel like he would, like, start little things with her and just try to say little stuff to tick her off and just, you know, just 
agitate her. I think he'll just agitate her and he'll just start yeah. things and he wasn't helping her with anything. So honestly, when it comes down to Tenson, I feel like that they shouldn't have the right to have him. I feel like that when he when she was alive and well, um, he wasn't doing anything really for Tenston. They really never had him or anything like that. Honestly, I can go all the way back to when she had her baby shower, honey. I can go all the way back to that. And they, they was there, what, three hours after the baby shower had started? Like, I just don't understand, like, why he's able to have him when he should be with my auntie. So, like, all of this has just been very tragic. Like, I feel like that they're only doing, and I honestly feel like it was planned. I don't know if I can say that, but I do feel like it was planned. And I think that they had already plotted this up because it was no other way they was going to get Tanston because she was phenomenal. She was in school. She had, she was on stuff. She just had it all together and she was trying to do more. So I feel like this was their way of trying to take him from her like they already was trying to do anyway. So I just, this whole thing was just very senseless. I do feel like we had a conversation back a few months before she passed um, in a little situation her and her child's father had going on and they was threatening her life then. So I definitely feel like that the, you know, it should be more investigated and they, I don't know if they just not feel like it's not their family. So they shouldn't do what they supposed to do to get her justice. But I definitely feel like that, you know, he should not be with his dad's side of the family. Like, I feel like he should be with his grandma because that's who he was with prior to her passing. He was always with her. He only knew her for real. So I definitely feel like that they just took him away from us and not only just me, my aunt. You know, I just feel like that this whole thing is just tragic and no way we should have to bury her before her 23rd birthday. She didn't get a chance to celebrate her 23rd birthday. We had had, had it all planned out. We was going to Texas. She used to get mad at me every time, every year, because I wouldn't go nowhere. And I just always was put up in the house, never would go. And I told her, I'm like, this year, I'm going to go. I'm going to show you. I'm going to go. I'm going to surprise you. You think I ain't going? And I'm going to go. So I had it planned, and I ended up, you know, still going for her. But I just hate that I didn't get a chance to actually go with her because I was always so put up. She was mad that I would never go with her. So the last few years, I just was like, you know what, girl, you ain't finna cuss me out this year. We going to go. <laughs> So, this right here, like, I don't think I would ever be able to just mentally get over it due to the fact, like, like I had to bury her two days after my birthday. I would never forget that. March the 4th, I would never forget that day. Like, I would never forget that. I would never, like, it's like I would never be able to celebrate my birthday the same it's like everything I do is like I always think about her. So this has been very tragic for me. My kids, they used to her being at everything. Like she was the type of person that if I had them a birthday party, oh, she was coming. I ain't have to worry about is Isha going to be there? Oh, Isha coming. She don't care. I could like right now there in football, baby. Isha would be there every time, every day. If I needed her to come take me, she would come take me. If I need her to come pick them up from school, she'll come pick them up from school. So this right here is really hard on me and my children. My kids ask me every day, like, you know, you know why she had to die. I don't even be knowing what to say to them. Like, 
they remember her. You know, you would expect kids not to remember certain stuff. And my kids, like, they, it was somebody that go from being around all the time to not seeing at all, not talking to. So, it's like a real major loss in my household. So, like, even my kids feel this. They're only eight and five. And they ask me all the time, like, questions and I don't know the answers to. And I just, I don't know how to cope with them because I'm still learning how to deal with it myself. And honestly, it's not the things that I'm doing to help me. It's not helping me. So I don't know what to tell them. So it's been really hard on my, on my household. Like it's really hard. And I've been trying to, you know, live life a different way since she's passed. Like I've been trying to live a different way. And honestly, it's just like, it's not working out. Like I, I, I'm very torn and I'm very hurt about this. Like, I'm very hurt. So, it's kind of hard for me to even talk about it. But I'm really hurt and I just, I just hate that we in my family, my aunt and her brother and her, her people, you know, her close other family members and everybody. I hate that we have to go through this in the way that we have to go through like the situation that she was in, I feel like it's worse. Like it make it worse for her dying the way she died. So it's very hard for me. It's very, very hard for me. Well, I just want to thank you. Thank my niece for um, joining us today and letting us know how this census tragedy has affected her life. Thank you again, niece. We have Shatarika joining us on today's episode. Shatarika is Taisha's cousin. Shatarika, can you tell us um, how your relationship was with Taisha and how the senseless crime has affected you? Yes, me and my little cousin, we were close. And the sad part about it is we had gotten a little closer before she passed. And <clears throat> she was just so full of life. I used to love seeing her just go and just do things and not be scared to live. And she was just so bright and she was very, very honest. And yes, <laughs> I loved that about her. And I, I don't, it's like, it it really seemed unreal. It seemed like we could FaceTime her right now. Yeah, it does. It, and I don't know how to explain it, but they really did took a, they took a decent, I'm talking about a decent person. When I say, I can't believe that they separated her from her child. I understand. I, I still can't even say that I understand people getting mad because people are crazy. But mm -hmm. to take it that far and to want to take her life and she was in school, she was just telling me that <clears throat> she was had a good job in, um, in the pharmacy department and she was trying to tell me how um, she was trying to find... Um, a nice, a nicer home. Although she had somewhere to live, but you know she was, she had a lot going on at the moment. We had just planned a cousin trip to Houston, 
I it, it just stopped a lot. It it really stopped a lot. And <clears throat> she also had told me about the problems that her her baby daddy was having. And she said that he really was just, you know, angry because that they, you know, didn't want she didn't want to, you know, further the relationship and it it's just went sour and they just it just seemed like they really was negative and they really didn't have no good intentions toward her at all. And I just feel like her case was so mishandled. Yes. I feel like it's a lot of questions, even just from the scene of the crime scene that night. It's so many questions that's left unanswered. Like the like when they like why would they allow testing to, you know, not come out and you know, just a lot. <clears throat> the fact that he will never be able to see his mama pretty smile. It bothers me. Yes. Because he looked identical to that woman. And now he'll never be able to see his mirror. Like the his like his reflection of himself. He'll never be able to get to know his mama and how actually dedicated she was to bettering her life for him. Yes. I hate that. Because she was really trying to better her life for him. And I, I just, I don't know. I just pray that we get justice because it is scary at night when you get a phone, when you get a phone call now, you never know what may happen because the unthinkable didn't happen. Right. And we never would imagine it. We never would imagine. And now when the phone ring at nighttime, we ne I never know what it is. I'd be scared to answer the phone. I just, I just didn't, I don't know how to handle death real well. And this really messed me up. It really bothered me because it bothered my little sister the most because Taisha was my little cousin and I watched her grow up, but I watched her be a sister to my little sister, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's, that's real. It's real tough. Oh God, she had so much going. Now, when she was, was she finna graduate in yeah. like a few months? Yes. That's what I thought. But I didn't know the exact month or date. I just knew she was graduating soon. Yeah, I feel the tragedy to take it upon your own hands to take someone else's life, but in the field that you don't have to repay for that because the Lord said vengeance is mine. So we have to just keep trusting in the Lord and know that justice will prevail, not in our time, but in the Lord's time. Yeah, and that's all we really can just worry about. Because one thing I've learned, you may think you get away with it, but you're going to get it. God don't play when he comes around. No, he doesn't. You may think you get away with stuff, but we may you may think we forget, but God don't. Right. Right. I just well, wish uh, that Tenston will be brought home so he can actually understand the love that his family have for him. Yes. I don't want him to feel 
neglected right. from our side of the family. Like, I don't want him to feel like they don't yeah. nobody care because we care. It's just yeah. only so much we can do. Yeah. Don't want him to feel abandoned. Yes. I want him to understand that he's he's always loved. Yeah. I don't care how long we go without seeing him. I just... I'm honestly glad that we have so many videos and pictures to show him of his mother to give him a just a glimpse of how wonderful of a person she was. Yes. The glimpse like a like he can actually see in the videos and pictures how fun and loving and adventurous she was. Yes, and she had already planned a trip for him and her this summer and just so much stuff she had planned for her and Tuda. And they took that all away from him and her. Yeah. Well, we would like to thank you for joining us on today's episode. And we appreciate you taking out your time to talk with us. Thank you. And you're welcome. Today we have joining us on A Hearty Heart is Carolyn Denise Harris, better known as Nisi. Nisi is Taisha's grandmother, and she's going to give us insight on her and Taisha's relationship, as well as how this senseless crime has affected her life, as well as our family life. Um, Nisi, can you give us um, a little bit about you and Taisha's relationship? Yes, um... Taisha and I had a cool relationship, um, kind of like the young people say. And we never had, I can't say we just had any disagreements. Um, and I know she was the child and I am the adult. And, and I would always refer to Taisha as I'm her young grandmother. And and I don't mean when I say that, I'm not being offensive, but that was just the truth. I'm the young grandmother. Um uh, and Taisha was, to me, Taisha was a sweet, sweet girl. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Taisha would, uh, they would come over and stay all night with us. And and Taisha, one time she was there and she said that um, she would just want to go somewhere. It didn't make her any difference. She just wanted to go anywhere. So she said that, um, she said, well, Grandma, um, I don't want to be a homebody. Y'all can be a homebody, but I don't want to be a homebody. <laughs> you know, she just wanted to go somewhere. So, and then I feel like, you know, Taisha was the real grandbaby. Um, cause she, she started out calling me grandma. When she started to talk, that's just what she called me grandma from day one. And when Taisha called me, when she decided to tell me about her pregnancy, um, she called me one night and she said, grandma, what you doing? That's how she would, every time she called, that's what she would start off. Grandma, what you doing? And she said, guess what, grandma? And just right off the bat, I guessed. You know what she was about to tell me. And she said, my mama must have been already told you. I said, no, Taisha, you told me to guess, and that's just what I guessed. <laughs> and she asked me, she said, you are disappointed, Grandma. No, Taisha, I'm not disappointed, you know, in you being pregnant. I just wish you would have waited until you graduated. But, um, you know, and a lot of people try to make it sound like, um, try to make it be bad. 
you know, when when she when people when women have children out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. But I told Taisha, you know, your mother have raised you right. You know how to, you know, if you take care of yourself, you take care of your baby. You know, you don't leave your baby with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you just take care of him. And and for this to happen to Taisha at an early age, and I told Tasha, she she's just a baby. Yeah. Twenty two, she's just a baby. She's still a baby. Yes. And it was just senseless for them to handle it, for him to handle it the way he handled it. He could have did, he could have not even answered the door. Right. He could have just looked out the window and called the police and let them handle it. And if he had just did that, then Taisha would be here with us today. Yes. You know, and we don't, as, as mothers, we don't think about, burying our children Mm-mm. you look for the children to bury the parents yes and you know this, it just really hurt us you know for this to have happened the way it did and and if taisha was here you know taisha would want tanston for sure to have a relationship with her side of the family and i and not just a two to three two to three days visit every five or six months. She would want, you know, she would want Tanston to visit. If if it was left up to Taisha, Tanston would be here on this side, on Ta- on Tasha's side every day. Yeah. And we just, I mean, I know that we got to leave it in God's hands. Yes. You know, God, is he's going to work it out yes. in his time. And, and he don't need no help from us. Mm-hmm. You know, we just got to stay strong, um, and we and we pray that God prick the hearts of the Currys, yes, for them to do the right thing. But yeah, but we just we just miss Taisha so much, and I could just go on and on, and you know, we would go out of town sometimes. Um, the last trip we took, we went to Florida, and. Taisha got upset about something, and she said, well, let me call my granddad. And she just, I think, you know, when she called her granddad, I think she just got peace in whatever she was going, whatever, you know, the problem she was having. She got peace in talking to granddaddy. And granddaddy was going to agree with her. I don't care yes. what was going on. Granddaddy was going to agree with her. You know. She knew that. <laughs> yeah, and she knew that. She knew that. Yeah, and one time, let me say this, and I'm, and I'm going to let it alone. One time, Taisha, and I know Taisha was playing, and she had got to the point she was saying, okay, Nisa, what you want? What you, what you say, Nisa? You know, she went to call me by my name. And and I think Granddaddy kind of got offended because Taisha was calling, not because she was calling me by my name. He thought something had went on. That he didn't know about, mm-hmm. and I told Taisha ain't doing nothing but playing, cause, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever whooped Taisha, not once, Mm-mm. not in a twenty-two, and I know not when I say twenty-two years in a whole little life, <laughs> I don't think I ever whooped her, and I just know you know she had she had a mouth, but she you know she would try to tell, she was a little girl, and you could be talking, me and somebody else could be across the room talking about something that didn't even concern her. Granddaddy come in and she had the story so mixed up. 
She be trying to tell granddad what we done talked about. And she, so I said, you got to be careful what you say around Taisha because she going to repeat it. All right. She going to so, tell granddad. Yeah, she going to tell granddad. She going to tell granddad. But like I said, we just really, really miss Taisha. Yes. It's just so unfair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but we know the Lord has worked everything out. And like you said, we're leaving in the Lord's hands. And the Lord actually has already worked it out. We're just waiting on confirmation. Yes. Yes. Waiting on confirmation. But we just want to thank you for taking out of your time to talk with us today on how this senseless crime has affected your life. Okay. That's a wrap on this week's episode of A Hearty Heart. I do hope that you have enjoyed our segment for today and that you will continue to tune in. Thanks to our guests from today. I know it was tough to talk about, so thank you for your bravery in sharing your memories and feelings with us. As always, I ask that you keep our family in your prayers as we continue to seek justice for Isha. We are all here as helpers, one to another, And going forward, I hope that as a family, we continue to reach out to each other, to check on each other, as we know everyone grieves differently. If I haven't learned anything else through all of this, I know firsthand that God can and he will give peace and comfort. I encourage each and every one to begin to develop a relationship with God individually. Try him and you won't be disappointed. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you for listening. Until next time, justice for Taisha.